0: Everybody, we're live, and I'm here this week. I'm actually here this week. I am uh, not dead from COVID, very much alive. Happy to be here with Kristen and Alex on this beautiful Saturday. The sun is shining so brightly through the window behind me. (laughs) Welcome, everyone. Ern, thanks for being here. Neff, I see you. Janine Timmons in the house. Sexy King Phil is here. Jeremy V, Tom... Ooh, I see a wild pancakes in the house. Daniel, thank you guys. Welcome, everybody. Adrian is here. Good Lord, you're all here. All of our friends are here this week. Thank you guys for joining us. We'll start the show out with a few hey, how are ya?"s real quick. We do have a special guest with us this week. We have uh, Mr. Grim Green joining us very shortly. And then at the end of the hour, Alex will have legislation for us, which is... uh, just mountains of it right
1: no this week it's just uh we got two things we've got uh, a veto campaign in hawaii and of course commenting on the menthol cigarette and flavored cigar ban to fda
0: awesome all right well Kristen, hey how are you
2: i'm well thank you uh actually some exciting news my husband and i have officially become Northern Wisconsiners, I guess, for lack of, or wisconsin Uh okay. we, got, we got a uh, travel trailer camper.
3: Ooh. I'm so excited. Nice.
2: <laughs> if you would have told me, like, 20 years ago, I'd be excited about getting a camper. I would have told you you were crazy. <laughs> but it's really cool. We just got a really good deal. My husband went to the bank, because we just started to talk about it and stuff. And my husband went to the bank and uh, got pre-approved. And the next day, something popped up on... Uh, Facebook marketplace. And I called him. He's like, yeah, I've already had three people look at it. And it, it was like less than an hour. And I was like, Oh my God. So I told my husband to make leave work early and we went in and scooped it up because it was just a really, really good deal. with a 2006 J J code J flight or something like that. I don't know, but works for us. And then this 4th of July, when we go out to my in-laws house where they have no air conditioning and stuff, we will be, Living the life in the air-conditioned uh, camp yeah. where our dogs won't yeah. be half dead by the time we leave.
0: Is it, in, yeah. is it in good shape?
2: It's actually in pretty good shape. My husband, nice. you know, he's bitching because this has to be fixed or that has to be fixed. Of course, I'm redecorating the entire thing. Sure. Um, but uh, yeah, that's all I care about. I said, th- hey, I said to my husband, because he's like, well, you're going to help me with this. I'm like, no, that's your job. I said, you, that's you, how you it starts, though. You're like, I, I make it look this. pretty. And What's then that? before
0: you know it, you've gutted the whole thing and you're rebuilding yeah,
2: that's it. Pretty much, and... Yeah. I'm going for he's always wanted a cabin. So I'm going for sort of the lake cabin. Right. Look on it's the all inside. just gonna
0: be shiplap and,
2: and eh, there might be a little shiplap, I don't know. But there's definitely gonna be some, <laughs> some wood, some definitely some iron, definitely you know, just that sort of log cabin-y, yeah, type uh decor, yeah. but not getting too like all your like cabin stuff at target looking i'm not going to do that i'm trying to make it authentic looking but yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome So alex. yeah i'm excited that that yeah. my week has been very crazy and like making this huge purchase and running around with the bank and oh it's been crazy but now we're fixing it up and it's looking pretty good so far so very excited
0: well cool that sounds like a fun summer spring summer so, project yeah. to get into alex hey how are you hey <coughs> hanging in there <laughs> <laughs> i'm tired no, i don't you didn't know buy a why. camper too no
1: but <laughs> funny funny you should mention that first of all i didn't know that that was the criteria for being a northern wisconsin like, uh, I just, like, I
2: just don't, con- everybody has one
1: congratulations
2: Thanks. um
1: and uh but my wife actually just did a photo shoot for uh there's a guy up here who fixes up uh like airstreams Mm-hmm. the like, you know, vintage stuff and it uh, does a really good job. And one of them is being featured in a, uh, uh, a magazine. So she just did some photos for that the other day, uh, which is great for her. They're, they're beautiful photos. And, uh, hopefully they get, uh, put in the, in the magazine. So enough about her. Um, <laughs> you asked how no, I was cool, doing. Though. Um, yeah, no, it's great. It's, it's really great. I'm uh, really happy for her and, and proud. So, um yeah that's that's good but you know up here it's uh you know it's, it's summer it's 88 degrees and humid and there's mosquitoes and summer all in the northeast bugs yeah yeah
0: i'm right there with you man i was just telling everybody to- before the stream tomorrow the ac is going in yeah it's got to go in tomorrow i work all day in the sun i don't want to come home and be hot too i want to come home and be cool all right well Greg I guess
2: Daniel, uh, I Daniels question he asked how many hundreds does the cost to fill up nothing because it's a trailer so it just gets pulled by my husband's truck
0: <laughs> perfect beautiful yeah uh gas right now here like where I am is like 497 and I think I saw diesel at 620.
1: oh yeah yeah, yeah. diesel is crazy
0: Love stuff yeah yeah we got
2: up to 439 a couple days ago.
0: Yeah, yeah. I just saw today or yesterday. I saw that was it was four ninety seven for for like regular.
2: That's where my couponing skills come in handy. You make sure you use your your groceries card and you get the gas station card and you combine it. My husband and I got thirty cents a gallon off. By doing that and what we do is we go together so he just i just hold the thing until he move, pulls up and then pulls my car up and we fill up both getting the 30 30 cent off discount there you go
0: there you go so
2: check out those those fuel points you can get from your grocery store you guys
0: yeah well all right you guys enough about us and enough about gas because <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's what everybody tunes into casa for is gas prices <laughs> and, and weather yeah everybody weather right. definitely the weather if everybody here is ready, I say we bring in the man of the hour. You ready to do the thing? I'm going to do the, the thing. right thing this time, right. Danielle. I'm going to do the right thing. Let's do it. <laughs> I did the right thing this time.
3: Really well done. Really well done. <laughs> Too much hype, Logan. Too much hype. It's Too just like me.
0: It. Never enough. Just hope. me. Never enough hype. <laughs> Welcome the live nick how are hmm. you
3: i'm doing very well thank you guys for having me thank you guys for having me appreciate it i'm ready to talk about gas apparently <laughs>
0: yeah. I'm <gonna> <laughs> gas out in la right now
3: uh, uh uh i don't know the most what the most that it can be uh i think it was <laughs> six something six Ugh. something the last time i filled up i only drive i drive sparingly right. i drive once a week to my mailbox and back and that's it and that's my interaction <laughs> with the world i get on the freeway i yell at people I listen to a podcast i feel like part of society you know and uh i only fill up like once a month yeah so the last time i filled up gas See, we're all doing it wrong
0: yeah. nick has it figured <laughs> out
2: just hey, drive my once, car. Once that's a week. my car yeah. I take my daughter, just I take my daughter back and forth from school, which is like right over there. <laughs> and then I go to the grocery store. So I'm like once a month where my husband is a hundred bucks every week because he lives, he works an hour away.
0: Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I can't imagine, like, you know, we have, a, we have gas at the shop where I work and, and diesel and the whole nine. And I can't imagine what it costs right now to fill up our tanks, like not our tanks and the trucks, but like the tanks that we have at the shop. I don't even I don't even want to ask my boss what that bill is like right now.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's goofy. It's goofy. Yeah. If only there were alternatives. If only we had like right public transportation so that I didn't have to drive three blocks to the grocery store. Yeah. Or walk on this much pavement between like four lanes of traffic. It's like, anyway. Well, I'll get on an the anti-car soapbox if you want me
0: to. You just got to get yourself <laughs> a pack, Nick. Mm-hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I was recently watching a, uh, a pretty cool thing where they have, they've like really actually made jetpacks now, or they're doing it for like rescue teams for like people, you know, trapped on mountainsides and shit mm-hmm. like that. And it's amazing. Like they have these little hand jets and a jet pack. You got, you guys got to check it out. It's so
3: you're incredible. telling me it's Iron Man.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Basically, <laughs> like they, they have these little gloves with like jets on them. It's pretty cool. Technology, man. First better e-cigarettes, better now jetpacks. I know. You.
3: Sky's the limit.
0: I, Sky's the limit.
1: I, I promise we will come back to the anti-car thing later on as part of oh, a okay. larger question. I, oh, I promise okay. we'll do that. Ooh, let's go. But, uh, <laughs> let's go. Now that, now that we've sussed out nationwide gas prices, both here and in chat, yeah. Um, maybe we should get back to our wheelhouse, which is uh, tobacco harm reduction. Oh,
2: we should I probably let Nick yeah. introduce himself if there's anybody yeah. in our audience who actually doesn't know who
3: he is. Uh, see, too much hype. <laughs> too much hype. Uh, My name is Nick. I go by Grim Green on the internet uh, since 2009. I've just been on YouTube reviewing anything and everything that that vapes nicotine. And uh, it's till today. That's what I was doing earlier was shooting video for a little product that vapes nicotine so that maybe we can get some more people who smoke to not have to continue to smoke and die. (laughs) So that's what I do. Yeah. That's what I do. And it's great. And it's great fun.
2: How did you get started in that?
3: Ah, like honestly, completely accidentally, I just bought a vape and it worked and I went, Oh, this is great. I should tell people about this. And so I got on YouTube and I was like, Hey everybody, this is a vape. It's a thing. And I quit, you know, I just wanted to tell people about it. I thought who could I, you know, YouTube is a platform. Sure. So I just got on there, started making a few videos. I posted a few of them to like, uh, you know the ecf forum way back in the day and people watched it and then they commented and then people subscribed and then it kind of just happened it kind of kept going and it was uh it was great
2: so you weren't it. making you weren't making videos before that you was you didn't like veer off into that you just that this is what got you into youtube
3: it's i mean it's basically what got me into youtube i i started this this is a background that I think everybody knows these days is I started on YouTube with um, skepticism slash atheism videos. And if you go back to my very, very first video, that's still on my YouTube. It talks a little bit about atheism and things like that, but that's what I started off doing because uh, I I saw a video. (laughs) This is embarrassing. I saw a video forever ago from, uh, you know, we all know Alex Jones, Infowars guy. And he was just—he made this video, and he sounded like an idiot talking about how Starbucks is part of yeah. the Illuminati. And so, <laughs> I made a video, kind of like calling out Alex Jones's stupidity about the Illuminati and Starbucks. And then so that got well, up, you I, were working I, for Starbucks. I was at the working time. for Starbucks. At yeah, the time. I was working for Starbucks at the time. Yeah, and so I was like, oh, that was fun. And so I kept. I kept making like skeptic based videos. Like I made a video about uh, the idea of luck and uh, how some people genuinely feel. It's like a tangible thing. And you watch people at slot machines. I, I watch it all the time in Reno, Tahoe, Vegas area. And they'll sit there and do this little ceremony where they touch the screen and then the buttons and then go. And that's what brings them luck is this little ceremony. And I'm like, that's not reality you know, that's not real life. And so I kind of made a video about being skeptical of the idea of luck. And and I don't know, I started just making weird skepticism based videos, atheist based videos. And then I just kind of got bored of it and stopped. And then it was when vaping happened that I went, Oh, YouTube. Let's go. A lot of people found
2: like new things to do. I mean, vaping leads to a lot of Different things, different politics, and different new jobs and new careers, and I mean, it's it's 100%. amazing.
1: Yeah, I, I will say. I I know I've I know I've said this to you face to face and on your your stream Logan, before that's you. Nick, but I'm mm-hmm. gonna say it at least one more time. You are okay. what 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 is it? Am I not? Can you not? That was
2: to Logan that he's got he's got an echo.
1: Oh, okay, um, but uh, I uh, you are the reason I'm here. Uh, it was your video take it was something about take the next vaping step mm-hmm. and uh you compared a uh, smokeless image to something else and i ended up buying the smokeless image that was my starter kit which was oh. that that was also like kicked the door open on wow i can get flavors i like cool yeah you know and yeah. uh and that then smokeless of course
3: image kit was not a bad piece of kit
1: no, it was great. You had the PC, the personal was, charging case yeah. and the choice of five flavors. It was it was mm-hmm. a great introduction. And, and I got there because of your video. And then I found Casa because I kept watching your videos. And I saw that outro with oh, yeah, and yeah. Yeah. guitar chimes. And uh, I thought you were promoting a band because I knew that you were into music. Uh, and then I went and checked the site and, and I was like, oh, this is a real thing. So, um, So thank you. Yeah. Oh, that's and, so cool. And I imagine I, do, I mean you you actually do get a lot of folks coming up to you saying, "Hey, you you saved my life, right?" Yeah,
3: yeah, it's a thing that happens frequently and it's all it always feels weird, just a weird it's kind of just a weird thing. I have a canned response that I've become comfortable with saying where I, I say things like you you did the hard part. You did all the hard work. You made the decision to find my video, to watch it to go buy it, to stick with it, to find the flavor you like, like you did all the hard work. I'm just your cheerleader, you know, the, I'm, and I'm fine. That's my role. I'm cool being that.
0: I'm cool do being you, that. uh, do you ever get like that imposter syndrome out of that sometimes? Cause I I've gotten that over the years of, uh, you know, thank yous, this, that, and the other, you know, all this and that. And I always tell people I'm just a guy with a mic. That was always my answer, sure, yeah. you know? of like you like you did everything i'm just i'm just a guy with a mic and uh and you get i get that like imposter syndrome out of it like people kind of you know you said all the hype about you earlier (laughs) and uh you are grim green and and i have a very similar story to alex as alex Mm -hmm. does um in regards to you getting me into a lot of this um but but yeah i get that weird like i'm like you like i didn't do anything man i just i just sat at my desk yeah. I just, with a microphone,
3: I just did something I love out
0: into the world and did <laughs> yeah. all the, you know, the hard parts.
3: Yeah. Yeah. hundred yeah. percent. And it's yeah. true. They, everyone else, you guys do do the hard parts. You, yeah. you make the decision, you have to stick with it and do it. And like I said, I'll be your cheerleader and, and I'll, and I'll guide you. You know, I try to answer questions and you know, whatever, compare different products and pod systems and like, we'll get there together. But ultimately it's, you're the one doing the hard work.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Similarly to, to, uh, to Alex. And I know that you and I have discussed this on, on previous shows and things like that, but, um, you know, I had, I had already been vaping and I had found your videos and I was watching your old, your old, you know, two and a half hour standalone vlogs. Yeah, dude. And, uh, somebody had, had commented on a video and used to pull up people's comments and things like that. And somebody said, you know, Hey, should I, should I start a YouTube? I, I was thinking about starting like a review channel should I do it and without skipping a beat you were like, yeah the more the merrier do it like we need everybody on YouTube we need more people talking about this and I went okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah and so I, well, I, awesome. I started a YouTube and I reviewed stuff for a little while and it went from there but yeah that yeah. I love that
3: I love that and I like that you just went,
0: okay, yeah yeah I'm, I'm I was like it. well Nick said yeah, everybody <laughs> needs to do this so I was like, sure you know and and I had taken a long hiatus off of streaming and and doing stuff like that and mm-hmm. and i just remember that that day watching that vlog i was just like i'm gonna start i'm gonna start a, a channel i'm gonna do it
3: i'm glad you did i still feel that way i still yeah. i still think people should get on the internet and get, talk about everybody vaping. in
0: chat right now you should all have youtubes you should <laughs> yeah. all be talking about vaping
3: yeah and i mean it's does it's not like you have to you know I don't know, make it like your full-time job or like, you know, YouTubing for me, like when it first started was like a hobby. I would work my job and I would go home and I would goof off on the internet, like on ECF and talking about stuff. And then I'd make a video and upload it. And it was like this the hobby. YouTube was a hobby and, and it was real fun. And it can be that it doesn't have, to. you know, you don't have to like grind away and get a hu- some huge audience or, you know, Upload a video every single day and have, you know, yeah. just get on the internet, talk about it.
0: And I, I've told people the same thing too. Like, just, just, just do it. Just start. Yeah, just and then you it. get people start. who are like, well, what do what equipment do I need? What do I need? You know, I need to buy all these things. No, set up your phone, do it off your phone. Yeah. Shoot a video. It's yeah. 2022. Yeah. You know, you know, <laughs> you don't know have I mean? HD cameras in our pocket,
3: basically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We all have HD cameras in our pocket, basically
0: yeah, yeah. You oh just yeah do absolutely yeah just, now, skip just doesn't
2: s- explain imposter syndrome for skip and 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 maybe me
0: <laughs> so i mean it's something that you know i i get a lot and i i know nick probably does as well um uh, and it kind of comes along with that like that like hype that nick was talking about where like you know people kind of put you up on a pedestal and then you look around and you go but i'm i'm just sitting at my desk talking into a microphone yeah
3: yeah you know? it's, it's a little bit of like uh do, do I deserve this much attention? Do I, do I deserve this? You know, you feel like a little bit of an imposter. It's like, yeah, you, you, you might. And it happened to, it happened some of the very first times I started going to really big vape shows and I just got mobbed and just tackled to the ground. And I just stood in one place and shook hands for hours and signed autographs and took pictures for hours. The few, first few times that I have that happened, I went, what, what the hell? I'm looking in the mirror going, is it like severe imposter syndrome? Like they know who I am, right? Like they know that I'm Nick green and like, I'm thinking of myself in seventh grade with like acne on my face and no (laughs) friends. And like, you know, I'm picturing the worst of myself, but like they know who I am, right? They do. And that's
2: why they do that. Yeah,
3: Apparently they do. And they dig it. So it's like, okay. like
2: I was going to ask, do you still have that first video up on your channel?
3: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. atheist one, yeah. You can go back. It it comes up every once in a while. People are like, "Oh, I went back in yeah. Green Green's YouTube." I'm like, "Yeah, it's still there."
0: <laughs> you know, how many videos do you have on your YouTube now?
3: I am uh, creeping up on like two thousand videos. It's wow. one point eight and and some change right. thousand videos, like combination of live streams and uploads. Almost two thousand.
0: When did um? When did it's crazy? YouTube kind of move from this, you know, hobby you you were you were doing while still working a full time job. When did you make that switch? Because this is this is what you do now. This is your job.
3: Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. It was a, a few years in. I was doing g- grim green stuff and Starbucks stuff uh, for six years, I think six and a half, almost seven years. And it just, you know, I don't know. It got to that point where grim green was growing in, in ways that I wasn't expecting. And I didn't know how to respond or how to, you know, what, what to do with this. Cause when I set out, I didn't have, you know, I didn't have branding or a logo or anything. I was just winging it. I was just making dumb logos and you know, calling myself Grim Green and I had no plan or anything like that. And it just, it got to a point where I I felt like I would have to either stop doing Grim Green or really lean into it and really do Grim Green. And uh, that point came and I just had to quit my job and do it. And the thing is, for those six years, I didn't uh, monetize Grim Green in any way. I was just doing it with zero income or monetizing or anything. I was spending all my own money on cameras and a new laptop so I could edit videos and microphones and these big dumb studio lights that I like thought they looked so cool, but you know, turned out to be ultimately useless. (laughs) And so I just didn't, you know, I didn't make any money. Like I didn't monetize it for a really long time. So I felt like I was eternally late to the game. Like when I went to the point where I thought I could do this full time, I thought, man, I should have been monetizing this earlier. And I wish I had had the foresight. But who thinks about being a YouTuber full time? That's not even that was never in my realm of possibility. You know, when you're a freshman in high school, social media YouTuber guy isn't, you know, an option or, you know, there's no manual or anything like that so it wasn't even in the realm of possibility for me i had no desire like really ever in my life growing up to work for myself or run my own business or anything i thought nope job with a really good company stability give it to me so when it came time to do grim green full time it was like i it i was way out of my comfort zone crazy out of my comfort zone
0: but yeah, i mean ultimately and, and, and very in thankful. such a such a fluctuating industry.
3: Yeah, yeah.
0: Like <laughs> an industry that is, yeah. feels like it's always on the brink of collapse. Yeah. And you're and like, that, yeah, I'm just going to give up my day job, you know, dive in headfirst. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and that's the way I felt like in 2014, I was still working at Starbucks, but I took a week off and I went to ECC and we had a, we had a big booth at ECC. And I remember talking to people and uh, there were so many people I talked to who said basically the same thing of, oh yeah, I just I quit my job six months ago. I quit my job a year ago. I quit my job five months ago to do my liquid company, this company, this vape company. And I thought, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking in my head, like, you're crazy. In this market, like this market, you're going to do it full time? Like, it's nice to, this is like when we had just launched an Amber Juice. I was like, it's nice to have this side company launch, but full time, like that seemed so crazy to me. And then it wasn't even a year later where I was full time.
0: Yeah,
1: and that was, I mean, summer of 2014. That was after the proposed deeming rule had been published. So we had gone yep. through the yep. comment period. I mean, the yep. industry was on notice for real, for real. Uh, and, and I mean, I don't know if you remember it, but I, 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 I maybe you can add some. Some. I mean, you've already sort of described kind of the the weirdness there of in 2014, people jumping into the industry yeah, and and even, even through 2016, I remember getting calls from people that were like, so I'm going to open a a store and I'm having this battle in my head of like, yes, be on the front lines of promoting these products to people. And the other hand is like, this is a disaster. Like you're going to lose everything. Cause the
3: other, the the other shoe is hanging dangling above us, you know, and it continued to dangle till, current still.
1: So, I mean, being someone making liquid at the time, like what, yeah. between 2014 and 2016, what what did you go through as a, as a manufacturer?
3: Uh, it, it was, I mean, it was overall really good. It, it was a lot of growth and it's a lot of, um, you know, jumping through regulatory hoops and having to be up to date on, uh, on all things FDA. And it was, uh, I mean... It, it was rewarding, it, you know, what I liked, it's the same, I liked doing liquid for the same reason I liked doing grim green stuff. And that was that people, when people found like their all day vape or the flavor, maybe from Namber juice, that's the flavor that got them off of cigarettes. That's just great. When people would, you know, say, oh, donut pounder, bro, donut pounder. That's the, that's the flavor that got me off cigarettes. And I still vape it every day. I go, holy crap. Yes. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Great. Awesome. Awesome awesomeness i loved it
0: i never got to try any Namber juice but i actually do still have a little bit of original yig
3: mm. yig that's a good yeah. one that's rare and it's probably yeah. still good
0: oh yeah every now and again you know get a nice uh get a nice stout or something and sure there's no nice better pairing than yig but yeah yig
3: was the bomb God, oh, yig yeah. is so good
0: at at what point did you go from like just kind of making review videos or just talking about vaping to moving towards advocacy, like really talking about like legislative things happening, because along the way, advocacy became part of the vlog, part of what you do, uh, which I think is just one of the things that drew me to you as, you know, a, a YouTuber amongst a lot of people who were doing reviews at the time where it was just like, here's this product, this is what it is cool. Thanks. Subscribe. Bye. You were taking the time to talk about what was going on. I mean, I found Cassaw through you. So just like Alex did, at what point did you kind of make that decision to be like, I need to talk about this you know, uh, legislatively bring advocacy to the table?
3: Yeah, it started off well, it got it got really, I think, really going like in 2016. What was that? 8, 8, 16. That was one of the big the big D days pre, pre that leading up to that. And after that was, I guess I would call it high gear, but I always, I mean, I was radicalized by, and I think I've told this story about the California flavor ban, the California vape ban that almost happened in 2010, but didn't happen because it got vetoed. And I felt like I just watched that from the sidelines and went, Whoa. Okay. So a state can just ban this product that got me off of cigarettes Thankfully, they didn't because of the governor. Okay, this may be like a little bit of an uphill battle moving forward. And then you know, like years would go by, and there was nothing, no, no legislation, no nothing anywhere. We have like a little vape fest, and now we got some vendors, and it's like, okay, still no nothing, no, no bans or nothing. Okay, and then 2013 uh, happens. Wasn't it 2013 or was it 2014 when we got the first proposed deeming regulations? 14. 14? Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then 14 happened. And I remember reading that news at work, having gone through the previous years, kind of waiting, waiting for something to happen. And then this was like the thing that happened in 2014. And that's when I started making a much more concerted effort to like, really be aware, like, try to be involved and knowledgeable and see what's going on with regulations and and talk about it and I don't know it just it, it always felt important because you know I could see it happening how disruptive this was like it was weird how many people were quitting with this stuff in those early days with just such terrible technology and I was thinking man the technology is going to get better and more people are going to quit and this is going to disrupt so much So much. I was dreading the day that we saw like an e cig at a Walmart. I did not, I I didn't want that day to come because that means that it's going to be in the mainstream and that means that it's going to disrupt stuff, you know, on a mainstream level and not just with smokers who truly and honestly we didn't feel cared about. We were all deeply, you know, smokers. We were all smokers and smokers. And it's just, we're quitting. And that's not making a, you know, a mainstream impact yet. And I knew it was going to be an uphill battle. And thankfully, we, thankfully, Kassah came around and it started feeling a little bit more organized. And, uh, you know, Kassah existing was uh, a very much a sigh of relief. I thought, all right, an organization, good. You know, (laughs) we can be informed now instead of me hearing about the California vape ban just through general news. And, you know, now we can have like a home base. Now we can have like a thing that's like our thing. That's like our org. And so, you know, I've always liked to I've always been with down with Casa. I was very relieved when Casa existed.
2: That was 2010, actually, when we officially became. Was that
3: the beginnings of Cassa's? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah that's I we had all like mm-hmm.
2: the whole thing going on on ECF in late 2009 I think we had our first meeting in 2010 there was like 15 people on the board it was crazy Mm -hmm. but only like eight showed up so (laughs) the other people just did uh I don't even remember who they were anymore but there was like you know Webby was a big thing behind that and yeah and we were so relieved to start seeing like you and and just a couple other reviewers and stuff and even companies any kind of mention just, you know, made us so excited because we just did not have the same kind of exposure. And we'd just be like, yeah. you know, all these people yeah. would go to these, um, these vape meets and they'd go to the, go watch the videos and go into the forums and mm-hmm. none of them had any clue about advocacy. And so it was just, we were just so grateful to see you, uh, yeah. Start doing that for sure.
3: Yeah, I believed in Kassah, and Kassah felt Kassah from the very beginning. If it, it's true grassroots, I mean, it's it's really truly but grassroots yeah. with volunteers, and I mean, in the whole deal. And it's not like Kassah has, you know, I'm not trying to. We know Kassah doesn't have access to Bloomberg money. How do you know we can't compete with?
0: No, but could you imagine what we and, could do?
3: Yeah, seriously. Oh. I mean, Kassani's wow. an angel investor.
0: Yeah. For, right? So, you know, shout to anybody out there if you have to have billions of
2: dollars, <laughs> yeah, and you would like you <laughs> yeah. would like to donate
0: yeah. any of them.
3: Steve Fo- Steve Forbes is at the top of my list for Cassaw right. Angel he investors.
2: Could be potential. Yeah,
3: yeah, because he's Forbes. very
2: libertarian.
0: the yeah. Steve Forbes' ear. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, I, you Let's know, I've always,
3: someone told me who was it? Michelle Minton told me we just need to get Bill Gates to talk to Steve Je- or uh, Steve Forbes about vaping because if you can get bill gates on board with vaping that's yeah like and a, then, then, then that gates can, gates be
0: thing. can we can have a
3: yeah then bill gates and
1: War the billionaires
3: then, you know yeah
2: the opposite ends of the spectrum but, to but yeah billionaires.
0: yeah yeah absolutely
1: so I, I was gonna ask, you know, we have we have always sort of been the eat your broccoli people. And you know, anytime you get into advocacy, it tends to get some uh, eye rolls and <laughs> blank stares and just oh god, come on, get back to the product, product porn. But so when you started incorporating this advocacy element, what was did you was it a good reaction? Was it a, a bad reaction? What how did your 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 community react?
3: Uh, I, you know, I don't it never felt like a negative reaction. Um the things that are pure advocacy always have less engagement, less views, you know, it's, and, and I always say, it's not for everybody because be, suddenly becoming a consumer advocate is a pretty big ask, you know, and I talk about this pretty frequently. If you say to someone, Oh, you smoked. Oh, and now you switch with vaping. Good. Now defend it to legislators. <laughs> that's a big, that's kind of a big ask. And so it always gets a little bit, You know, less engagement, still good, but just less. Um, I started, you know, incorporating it into the vlog and things like this, and I feel like it got a a good reaction. I don't think anybody wants to, you know, publicly trash news and advocacy like nobody in the vlog comments is going to go, God, can you fucking skip news and advocacy for once? I just, you know, especially when
0: you had that old, that great news and advocacy bumper. (laughs) what my the one that I sang yeah 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 yeah, yeah that's the one right there yeah, yeah that's the one that's that the lives in my head rent free
3: I've heard that bumper so many times sure just I can't even unfathomable amounts of times um but there were people in the comments and things like that that did get involved they got into it you know sometimes advocacy just hits with people and they go, "I did quit smoking with this. I am going to defend it. Let's go." And so, even if some people rumble and grumble about it, if I can radicalize some other people, then then it's worth it. you know the 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 positive feedback is worth it,
2: and some people didn't even know that we existed. You know, they all they'd hear about sure. like the the industry groups, but they didn't realize that there was somebody out there trying to help consumers, yeah, who were just consumers like them and didn't have this ulterior you know, motive of Mm -hmm. just trying to make money off of them. Oh, come sign up on my website so I can get your email address and you can advocacy, you know, and I can send you ads and stuff, but yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I, I wouldn't be here right now if it wasn't for, for Nick talking about, about Kassan, about advocacy, because, you know, middle of a, middle of a vlog or whatever he, he, Drop that logo on the screen, join Kassa head over. And I was like, oh, cool. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna head over, see what this website go. is about. And that that old, outdated, clunky Kassaw website we had, which yeah. is now yeah. super, it's just incredible. Danielle yep. Jones. Danielle Jones. Yeah,
2: and for right. those who don't watch Nick's show, if there's anybody Poor out fellow. there, Man. Danielle is on your show, right, Nick?
0: Yeah, TBN. Danielle, our
2: president, Casaz president for people watching who don't know who yeah. you know Danielle is. Yeah, no big
3: deal. <laughs> yeah, Casaz president Danielle Jones. Yeah, she's been great addition to the you know, TBN advocacy stream. uh It's great. She's she fact checks me. She fact checks everything we say. She makes sure that we stay honest and and reasonable. And there's been so many times that, you know, on the stream where I'll get really going on something and Danielle will have to go, actually, I mean, really X, Y, Z. And I'll go, <laughs> oh yeah, that actually is a much more logical. Yeah. yeah. Good. smart Okay. <laughs> thank you. Thanks for that. Yeah. Like we, got you an ace. Stri-
2: we got you straightened out on smokeless, right?
3: Yeah. Smokeless. Yeah. Lots of things, you know, lots of things. So it's been great. <laughs> daniel has been <laughs> awesome on that.
0: So speaking of smokeless, I actually have a question for you about you know reviewing you you really, throughout the whole time you've been on YouTube, really just vape products. Have you ever yeah. considered reviewing like other harm
2: reduction, arm reduction
0: products? products like tobacco arm reduction products sure. whether it's pouches or snooze? Has that ever been like an idea or are you kind of that's your you know vape products are your wheelhouse and this is this is what Grim Green does.
3: Yeah, you know, I, I don't know. I'm not really. Uh, I've considered having like a, a a snooze stream or something like that, you know, I, because I, I do use snooze and I I use other products and
0: yeah, I and that's, like, that's why I wanted to ask because I I know you've talked about it, you know, yeah. here or there, kind of like little mentions.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and I don't know. I've never. Uh, I've never really considered doing a a snooze. Specific video, I feel like that might even fall under more scrutiny from YouTube than oh, yeah. than even vapor products might. Um, but I do like to talk about them, um, and i I make it pretty well known that I use other nicotine products, uh, you know, as well things like snus and zin pouches and what have you. But you know, I don't know. It, it's I guess it's ultimately. <clears throat> I like, I like vaping.
0: <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. I just wanted to ask, cause I know you use the products and you're a, you're a reviewer. And
3: I'll, and I'll suggest them to people as well, you know, cause you know, not everybody's the same. Not everybody's going to take to vaping the same way and not everybody takes to snooze the same way. And it's honestly, sometimes, uh, sometimes, honestly, it's a, there's a little bit of a struggle convincing uh, other vapors that, that snooze is, also tobacco harm reduction, you know, sure. in a, in the very same way that vaping is and because there's still even a little bit of stigma around snus, even in people who use nicotine, you know, that so. was
1: I, one thing I was uh, sort of thinking about was, uh, you know, within your guy, I think you've already answered the question, but I'll ask it anyway. Um, mm-hmm. And, and, you know, among, um, among your viewers, among your community, you know, have you seen not just the, you know between uh, oral nicotine products and vaping but even you know uh, especially within uh, all the devices and liquids this sort of um like product tribalism or product exceptionalism and you know whether or not you think that's a, a good thing that maybe drives enthusiasm and drives debate and gets more people engaged in the products
3: yeah um, yeah i mean it's good you're talking about like it's like it's just brand loyalty essentially it's what it comes down to but yeah I mean that enthusiasm I think is ultimately good uh, I think it's ultimately good uh, and and the reason that I say yes is because um, in Indonesia they love hexomes. they go mm. everybody has one they go crazy for them they love them it, it's it's I love to see it because the hexome is 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 an incredible vape you know regulated device. They have a whole anthem, they, 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 they have a song about the Hexome and they have group meetups that are literally just, wow. we all own a Hexome, we're all going to meet up every single month and start different chapters across the country of these Hexome owners. And yeah, I think that enthusiasm is helping drive down cigarette smoking in Indonesia. When you see a big group of people that you want to be a part of and it's like, oh, you guys just vape, you just don't smoke cigarettes and you're stoked on your box mods? all right, you know, let's, let's hang out. Let's all be part of that group and I'll quit smoking and I'll use my hexome and I'll sing about it. (laughs) You know, I think the enthusiasm's overall good. I, I, you know, and on the other side of the coin, I don't like gatekeeping. I'm a really anti gatekeepy guy. So whatever you use is whatever you use. And I would never vape 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 shame somebody.
2: That's something that's completely ignored by the people who like research vaping and, and are trying to figure it out and what's going on with it. they never stop to think, when did you ever see a fan club for nicotine gum or yeah, the yeah. nicotine spray? I mean, you, you mm. don't have songs being sung about the patch, you yeah. know? I mean, why do they completely ignore that aspect of this? It's yeah. just crazy that they do that. It,
3: it is. And, and I mean, even to their own admission, they say that every, every stop smoking aid, every, NRT works better with what? Support, right? Mm-hmm. The community is the support. We, we are that element. And it's, uh, it's really important. Vape shops, you know, when, when we had prolific vape shops across the United States of America, they filled that gap too. You know, mm-hmm. they were that support system that when you're quitting cigarettes is so important. Uh-huh. 100%.
1: I, you've actually teed me up for another question um, here we go <laughs> here we go <laughs> um i you know i we hopefully in the replays or hopefully there's someone lurking not in chat who is is one of our sciencey friends who who may be able to you know pull on somebody's ear and say hey you should research this but you know you, you mentioned the vape shops and, and i think we've uh, a lot of us have come to understand that you know the the experts who work behind the counter in a vape shop, and even the experts who are sitting in the couch in the lounge, mm-hmm. play a really vital role in helping people transition to to vaping and stick with it. Um, and uh, there has been some research on this, but you know, for for your part, I mean, we all know we just discussed it. You know, you have tons of people that that say, you know, thank you for you know helping me quit smoking, Nick. Yeah, and 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 so have have you ever been uh, approach or are you aware of anybody researching the role that that people like you I mean just just on the basis of, of reviewing the products and getting people engaged what role that plays in helping more people quit smoking
3: you know what no I have no idea I mean all I can all I can see is anecdotally you know other than I, I've helped maybe xyz people and then I see them in chats or wherever, on my Discord or other places on the internet, helping XYZ people. And then, you know, I don't know how the whole system works, but it feels like it spreads really rapidly. And, uh, you know, anecdotally, like I said, you can kind of see it happen right in front of you. And that's what, I mean, that's one of the really rewarding parts of it. And as as I, I went on a rant recently on a live stream about it is providing that service I feel like I'm providing a public service and that's one of the really rewarding parts of it is yeah, getting you, to you you, you,
1: are, you are the outside of the box strategy that all of the all of our <laughs> all of our haters think
3: that <laughs> all of doing. our haters
1: but you are the real deal
3: so. <laughs> all of our haters
2: <laughs> <laughs> and that's why it was so important for us to try to get manufacturers and as Ksa, I, I'm saying this you get manufacturers and reviewers and bloggers. And because there were people who were writing blogs still back way in the day, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it wasn't yeah. all video Um and, and trying to get them involved in this because they had just, they had the audience, they had the people, the ability, especially the vape shops and the companies who had these huge email lists of people. Mm-hmm. And it was so frustrating that none of them would, just just tell your can you just please just tell your customers that a band's happening? Could you just please, please,
1: yeah, you yeah, know? And yeah. it's
2: like, like pulling teeth. And so yeah, getting getting, you know, somebody like you with the audience you had to tell people that were like, Yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> just, well, you know, I can't tell you. I mean, it's you you were part of that game changing thing because what was one of the things Casal was doing, you talked about being what was it? An imposter? Imposter syndrome? Yeah,
3: imposter syndrome.
2: We had that in the beginning, a sure, lot.
3: Sure,
1: sure. I
2: mean, we still do sometimes. In all honesty, I, sometimes I feel like we're still faking it till we make it. You know? mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we still have around two hundred and fifty thousand members. Alex, yeah. I want to say It's like
1: two two hundred eighty.
2: It's been stuck there for two hundred eighty. Okay, so that's that's creeping. We're creeping does, up. The more FDA does, the
1: more people find us.
2: But yeah, yeah. The more people talk about us, the more people find us exactly. And I think doing this kind of helps too. I, I one of the reasons we wanted to do videos and stuff like that was so people knew that we were real people behind all these sure. posts coming out and stuff like that. But but yeah, we get that same thing with that sort of imposter feeling of we're an organization. And yeah. you know, I don't know yeah. if you read like Alex occasionally hits me up for the link to my blog post that I did a few years ago when I had one of my anniversaries where I talked about. Like I went off because somebody one of the comments of something I forget what it was said that what what did it say something that Kasabur was stacked with heavy hitters or something like that and I was just like what what are you talking about and so I did this whole thing about how we are grassroots at AF you know and and grassroots I'm like this AF. is this is where we, we that's like our that's our tank right now and I swear to God grassroots AF um, <laughs> yeah. but we yeah so we're we're always. None of, none of us did this before Alex was never a yeah. before I was the, the whole social media stuff I'd ne- I had to figure out as I go you know I've got constantly have Danielle going like this to me you know <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm like now I just go Danielle Um, you know I'm 54 years old this is you know I'm I'm fairly tech savvy but I mean no, like you said, nobody plans to do this,
3: right? Yeah, 100% to
2: be doing this when I first wrote that first article about vaping. And so, yeah, yeah, it it is, it's very frustrating to not have more of the people who have this, this army behind them. Oh, yeah, like yours. (laughs) You know, but but just this army, just of how many people walk into a vape shop, how many people Bought a jewel, even you know it's like
3: yeah yeah. Just
2: think the the reach we could have, you know. Yeah. Well,
3: so and there's uh, there's lots of people and lots of uh, people who smoke who go through a have a completely different path that doesn't end up at Casa. They will go into a gas station and mm-hmm. oh, I'll try a jewel today and also whatever pack of Marlboro smooths. Oh, this jewel is pretty good. Oh I'll keep using it. Oh I'll get these from the convenience store. Oh I quit smoking. Oh okay. Period, you know, and then mm-hmm. that's it. They never go down the maybe I'll try a different pod. Oh, I have to look at the internet. Who's Grim Green? Who's this person? Where's Casa? Oh, there's a thing, you know. Right. They have a completely kind of different path where it's just off their radar. They might oh, not even hours. be uh, they might not even be aware until it happens they're like wait where'd my mango pods go it's like wait right. wow, for the last ye- you know yeah. <laughs> xyz <laughs> amount of years we've been trying to change this legislate." you know
2: yeah and so, then and that's- this is
0: one of those points that like um i feel like i've i've reiterated to a lot of people you see that you see a lot of frustration amongst Advocates and some more of the folks in the hobbyist community. You know, we talk about there are millions of people who have quit smoking this country with vapor products. Where is the turnout when we have hearings and meetings and legislative things? Where is that turnout? And I'm like, you know, that that hobbyist community, that advocacy community that we see uh, on Twitter and things like that, is such a small percentage mm-hmm. of the people in this country who have quit because the vast majority of them are the people that you just mentioned people yeah. who on a whim bought a enjoy or a jewel or some product from a gas station they quit smoking and then they went about their life
3: mm-hmm. and that was it exactly
0: you know they didn't they didn't post all these pictures of their mods on instagram they didn't join <laughs> Kasa. <Yeah. laughs> they didn't watch the vlog they just quit smoking, and they carried on with their life. And maybe they still use these products, maybe they don't, whatever the case may be, but that those people are actually the overwhelming majority of people in this country, where like, you, you know, talk about the advocacy community, and I love every one of them with my heart. But we're that's such a small percentage. It is, you know. And so when you when you see people that are really getting frustrated, where are the millions of people? Why didn't we have two million people in DC show up and things yeah. like this? I'm like, yeah. well, because they have lives <laughs> and you know they're yeah. not paying attention to any of this like we are. Like, thank you to everybody else who doesn't have a life and spends all day yeah. advocating. Uh greatly appreciated, but a lot of the people, a lot of folks have just, they just quit smoking and and they moved on. And and I think that's one of those things that when you're, when you're, you know, doing this for a long time, that is easy to kind of forget about. You interact with people every day on Twitter, you interact with people on Instagram or YouTube, wherever the case may be. And you see, you may think, wow, there's so many people. And yeah, there are thousands of people, but it's still such a, it's a, it's a fraction of that total number.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, look, to be fair, To be fair, we did have a pretty good turnout in that first D.C. rally.
0: I know. I showed up at the second one when was was there.
3: (laughs) Yeah, the second one was, well, look, the second one was rough. Yeah. That was was peak COVID, pre-vaccine. Yeah. That was rough. The first one was very, very impressive to me. Yeah. Very impressive. That was the first time where I felt like I was part of something much bigger than myself. It's was like, oh, this is a big deal, and this is going to be a big deal. And there's a bunch of people here.
2: I couldn't go. And I spent the day just like trying to find live streams and stuff and just to try to feel a part of it. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I think what Logan was saying too, is that we get a lot of pushback sometimes when we are advocating and saying, Hey, we don't want to see jewels banned. We don't want to see stuff taken out of gas stations. We don't, mm-hmm. you know, Sigalikes have a place and people look at us like we're crazy. I mean, they don't understand the bubble that they're in. Mm-hmm. And they think everybody I know uses a mod. So and hates Juul. So why, why should we just not ban Juul or whatever? And sure. It's, not, it's hard to convince them that. Yeah. Yeah. We're, yeah. We're, advocate, we're we're, advocating for somebody who doesn't even know we exist all this time, you know, a right. like huge portion of vapors.
3: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, and that's, you know, tobacco harm reduction.
2: <laughs>
3: that's, that's the whole, that's the bigger picture of the whole thing is tobacco harm reduction. I want to, I, I want, whoever to be able to vape a mint jewel, even if that's not what I vape and would never probably ever vape. I'm still gonna defend your right to, to use it.
2: Sure. I it's mean you know, we, we get matters. pushed back
0: occasionally when we speak out against things like menthol cigarette bans. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, you know which oh, is a which is a big you know hot button topic right now. Yeah. And people are like, well you're you're kasai. You you know you shouldn't be you shouldn't care if if we ban menthol cigarettes, but we do, we do care if if they ban menthol. Yeah, cigarettes, I care. I don't um, ban but menthol even with cigarettes. something like that, you know, we'll we'll get you know some kind of pushback. Like, wh- why should CASA care? Well, there's a lot of reasons why should Kassah should care. A, prohibition is dumb. Let's not do it. It doesn't work. Yeah, you know, and and, and B, with everything going on, you know, with with FDA and whatnot, what are people going to fall back on? And what are they going to go to instead you know and that so there are there are a lot of reasons why we get involved in things like that but, it, but even we you know get pushed back on those topics
2: well just yeah. look what yeah. what happened you know with the vaping stuff in these kids who are getting tased i mean i just tweeted about it yesterday we've had three or two three kids tased now uh one like blacklisted from every school in their district uh six girls yeah. were strip searched in school and now this up, this you know, this kid just got beaten up, and you know, he's a special needs kid and he got beaten up, and it's just crazy that that this is happening, and this is when you let them get away with things like banning menthol with no science behind it, not n- they can't prove what they're doing is actually gonna help anything. Yeah, you're just letting them get away with it, and so when they move on to vaping mm-hmm. stuff and whatever you have no argument against it because you're like oh yeah go ahead ban ban menthol ban whatever we don't mind wait wait now now you're trying to take my cheese you know forget you yeah (laughs) it doesn't work that way you gotta fight the whole system not just your little section because it's like it's like when you keep cutting down a tree if you don't dig out the roots it's just gonna keep growing back again Sure. You know, and, and that's what's happening with this is that we're not getting to the root of the thing. We just keep chopping away at the vaping stuff and that's at the top. And it just, I feel like this should be Logan's. <laughs> <metaphor>. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, you know, that's true.
0: I, but I've always said, listen, this, you know, when, when, when I cut down, down a tree, it. it stays cut down. Okay. <laughs>
3: always resist. You should always resist. Even if you don't agree with it. Even if there, if, if it was a, uh, and this is what I was saying when there was a nicotine talks of a nicotine cap and a canadian nicotine cap and it's like even if you vape three milligram don't be okay with a nicotine cap right do not be okay with a nicotine cap resist a nicotine cap even if it doesn't apply to you even if you're fine with your three or your six or your 12 always resist because if they go well there was so little pushback to that nicotine cap how about we just do a flavor ban next? How about we lower the nicotine even further? How about we further restrict your access? You didn't push back before. Always and they, resist. And they
2: keep doing that. It's like it's like. Well, they use that. They sound like ex-smokers. I mean, for, which sounds like it sounds like an insult in our yeah. But you know, Smoker. when you were still smoking, we're was there proudly. anything worse than an ex-smoker saying, "Well, I quit, just quit." You know. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Um, yeah. But
2: they sound like that. It's like, well, I I managed to quit with. You know, tobacco mm-hmm. flavor in three milligram. Everybody should be able to. Well, that's like yeah, saying yeah. I quit cold turkey, so everybody should be able to.
3: Yeah, sure, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. It's that yeah it's survivorship
0: kind of a, bias. Survivorship bias. Is.
3: Yeah, this is well, how I
0: did it, and you should be able to do it that way too.
3: Yeah, that drives me insane. Yeah, that drives me. Oh man, so insane.
2: Do you think yeah. all this changed your politics?
3: I paid off my college debt. Why can't you all pay right, off your yeah. college debt? <laughs> yeah. I had, I did it. Politics. by this X, Y, and Z.
2: Anyway, do you think? Uh, do you think that it did though? Do you think it changed your politics? I know it did me. I came from a Kennedy D- Democrat family, mm-hmm. and now I'm like square in the small L Libertarian. So, <laughs> yeah, you know, I it's uh,
3: it's yeah. I mean, it's definitely changed changed my worldview in in pretty severe ways. Um, politically, I'm still pretty. Uh, I was. I grew up a conservative, I guess I voted my first, the first person I could vote for, I think was Bob Dole. I think I voted for Bob Dole first, uh, then W then W Bush. Uh, I voted for Obama both times. And I think that changed my politics more than vaping did was the first time I voted Democrat was for Obama twice. And then post Obama, I got really into libertarianism. Um, and, uh, you know, everything that goes along with it, the idea of bodily autonomy and things like this and, and uh, a healthy free market. And I I got really on board with that these days. I call myself a California libertarian because it's not that I, I, I mean, I'm still very libertarian, but I just don't think a lot of it would really work realistically in the real world that we have really right now. And I think what, changed my worldview as far as politics more than vaping was living in Southern California, living in a big, diverse, millions of people in this city and seeing, oh, okay, uh, maybe homeless people do just need help and money like right now, you know? And I know the libertarian approach to homelessness of deregulation and uh, building codes and permits and zoning will work in the long run but there's literally people lying on hollywood boulevard in their underwear just dying on the street yeah and that's fucking unacceptable pardon my french and so that kind of uh changed my politics a little bit more than vaping did
2: well see I, I, which makes sense and i and, and to be honest with i it was not just the vaping but i like went on the keto diet and lost a whole bunch of weight and saw how, how much they, how, how the government came to our dietary recommendations and stuff like that. Oh yeah. Yeah. And that got me like, Oh my God, you know, they're lying about this too, you know, but I think with, you know, libertarians are just like Democrats and just like Republicans and that there's, there's a spectrum, you know, sure. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. I tend to lean more left, you Mm -hmm. know, liberal socially Ooh, we lost
3: time oh classic oh, classic ca- classic grim green shenanigans the battery died
2: what do we call it dangle clacks dangle, dangle clacks dangle clacks clack. <laughs> we have a date of dangle clack people yeah, it was i was wondering cool. if we get one
3: <laughs> let's see it's just i a, mean
0: I'm, I'm i am like like you know I, i'm kind of one of those left more left leaning libertarians there's a there's a lot of things i always tell people look i agree with the end goal with progressives more often than I disagree with them it's just a matter of how we get there Mm -hmm. that that tends to be you know how how I kind of explain my politics because Mm -hmm. I, I do in a lot of ways agree with progressives on where we need to get to but the paths that we choose to get there are where me and progressives tend to disagree in a lot of ways
2: I have to laugh at this. Yeah. Enough said. Congrats, Kasa, on your first official dangle clack. And you know, it's not our first dangle clack, but I guess it would be our first official one since Nick is here. Is it only? Yeah, yeah I was going to say if, if if, if, if a dangle, dangle
1: if, if dangle clack happens without Nick, is it still a dangle clack?
2: I know. Don't, I don't know. <laughs> oh.
0: oh, this is like our first official, like That's trademarked, a, registered was, dangle clack.
3: Yeah, that is. Yeah. You all owe me
0: royalties. <laughs> royalties. Yeah. Yeah. We need a big TM ask,
2: on ask the Dan, screen ask, now. Ask,
1: ask Danielle for a T-shirt. That's yeah. <laughs>
3: uh, we can offer. I, I agree with what you said, though, uh, Logan, about progressives and definitely agreeing and just it's just the path and the methods, I guess, that are a little bit different. And that's why I think, like, I think we all not maybe not so much anymore, but it felt like for a real long time, it's like, we all kind of want the same thing. You just want to get there with this way. And I would like to get there this way. And the other guy wants to get there this way. How do we all get there together? We kind of gave up on all getting there together.
0: Yeah. And I think all too often when I, when I get into the weeds politically with people, if I, if I start with end goals we find common ground. And I think that's mm-hmm. a great place to start with just about anybody. When, when you get into politics with people, especially if you're on yeah. opposite sides, talk about end goals, you know, because more often than not, you're going to agree. And then that's where you can start talking about how we get there and the pros and cons of each, because there is no silver bullet to anything. There is no perfect answer. We'd already be there. We wouldn't be having the discussion to begin with. Yeah. But I think a lot of people all too often start with the how we get there and automatically right there. You're just polarizing. You're just you're going to end up in a, in a conflict. There's no. But if you start with what your end goals are, you're probably <laughs> no. yeah. you're probably on the same page. And I think that's a great place to work with people um, mm-hmm. when you do get into to politics. And, yeah. you know, I, that that's, you know, I have a lot, a lot, especially in the world of harm reduction, and all the things that we do. I have a lot of progressive friends. Mm-hmm. And this is what I get into a lot of times, like we agree on the it's end goals, this is where we need to get to, this is what people deserve. This is where, you know, this is where we need to be. But then it's the how we get there and the pros and cons of those things. And, and I think as long as you know, People can have a hopefully mature conversation which all too often divulges into just you know screaming and yelling and shaking <laughs> fists at each other but you know
2: it, it doesn't help when you've got one end of the, the spectrum is on one hand saying we need to we need to uh, decriminalize drugs and the drug war mm-hmm. but ban all this nicotine shit excuse my language but ban all the nicotine and on the other hand you got the other side going uh yeah well we need to make sure that maybe our tobacco investors don't lose money and help them get more in their stock or whatever it is that they're doing over there or just so they can make themselves look good i don't know both sides make me crazy i think they're both ridiculous and that's why i'm in the middle but um
3: (laughs) proud centrist
2: you know but yeah it, it, it is frustrating to sit and watch i mean to have the left and the democrats be so anti-vaping has been so frustrating shocking
3: honestly surprising
2: why how do you i'm not surprised
3: it's usually the left that embraces uh things like this things like harm reduction and science
2: yeah, and they're being so paternalistic and isn't that oh, the yeah. isn't that the right who's paternalistic and says don't have sex and read the bible every night and supposedly all the other kind of crap you know they're,
1: they're <laughs> both they're both paternalistic sure. yeah if i think it, honestly it's one flavor
2: left to Hens, they're not
0: if the, <laughs> if the if idea of it. what vaping was wasn't portrayed as big tobacco yeah. i think democrats would have gotten on board but democrats have been fighting the evil incumbent tobacco companies since the dawn of time no 100%. no no, and no I, I'm not I, gonna, I, just,
2: I understand that but i don't buy that because in the beginning no tobacco company was anywhere near these products and we told them that and they didn't care you know like that's kind of the
0: thing though where like it's Waster always Waster. been the idea that vaping was just another guise of big tobacco. It was just, you know, yeah, it was another plot to hook our kids by tobacco tobacco companies weren't involved yet.
2: Yeah. I mean, we told them it wasn't that this is not big tobacco. It's independent company. They were told that and they still said, but the children,
1: yeah, they don't don't care. The narrative is always going to be save the children and evil boogeyman. And that's just, that's the playbook. But I I did want to, abruptly shift gears um, and kind of get back to something that, that, that Kristen mentioned, uh, you know, going on the keto diet and all of that. One of the things I, I think some of us have experienced, and I'm curious about your experience here is getting into this, actually digging into the issue and learning about all the things that we've learned about over the years. How, how has your trust in public health organizations, even, even like, I mean, I'm I'm talking about the activist group. So, you know, the body parts and Matt Myers and truth initiative, but also CDC and FDA has any of this eroded your trust or made you feel better about the government? Yeah.
3: I mean, uh, only as I mean, slightly loaded question, but I would say (laughs) completely to thoroughly eroded large portions of trust with every NGO, CDC, FDA. And it's hard because this is what I struggle with is like, you can't throw the baby out with the bathwater, right? So you can't say that because CDC bungled Ivali, that everything else that CDC has ever done has also been bullshit. Like you can't go down that slippery slope. So yes, there's obviously trust eroded and obviously trust eroded in things like American heart, American cancer, American lung. But you also can't say that everything else they've ever done is also, you know, bad or terrible or, you know, just because they have this sort of prohibitionist stance on vaping or have the wrong idea about vaping or have actively misinformed and disinformed about vaping. It's tough and it's a tough spot to be in. And it's a tough spot to tell people like, oh yeah, fuck the American Lung Association. People are like, wait, what? The American Lung Association? Are you sure? And you're like, yeah them
1: yeah it it is it's 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 a tough needle to thread i i know i don't know if you've ever seen this hayden christensen was in a movie after star wars or before star wars i can't remember which i can't remember the timeline but uh it was about a uh i think a rolling stone reporter uh glass is the last name shattered glass is the movie but that was that was the one thing where i mean i'm not a journalism student or anything but it, it was watching the movie i i i saw sort of the protocol for you know this journalist lied about a story and so now the, the publication has to go back through all of his stories and verify these things that, that he said. And, and I, I guess that's, that's sort of the way I like, I don't, I really don't. I wish we had a fully functioning CDC that wasn't a political organization. I wish yeah. the FDA was doing its job and not, you know, kowtowing to the, the political winds, but it, it really is one of those things that it causes is me to to question everything, and and the most yeah. dangerous thing is questioning their credibility when it comes to actual public health emergencies like a pandemic or or other yep. diseases.
3: Yeah, yep, it is. It's a hard needle. It's a hard needle to thread, as you said. It's a hard needle thread because yeah, I would like for the CDC to be apolitical. I feel like they're supposed to be, yeah. as a default setting, to yeah. be apolitical and only care about the health. Same with FDA. And that's why when we talk about the new head of CTP and we talk about Robert Califf, I look at Robert Califf and I go, you're a cardiologist. (laughs) You know, like you're a cardiologist and the new CTP guy is an epidemiologist. And I go, what, what, what?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
2: They're, yeah. I think Boy, they're, just they're just so past that, you know, that, you know, he's a cardio, he was, he's a cardiologist, but I think he just, just like any other doctor or nurse or whatever, he just goes by what the people who are on those committees tell him, you know, the experts say, and that's what he's being told. Cause I see I mean, my son's a nurse God, and right. I saw the stuff he was being taught in school. And if you're a nurse and don't have a mom who does this for a living, you're going to be like, Oh, okay, vaping yeah. causes lung injuries. Oh, okay, vaping's got metals. Oh, okay. Of course it's horrible. You shouldn't do it. It's just as bad as you're that's what you that's what you're gonna your takeaway is gonna yeah. be. And that's what you go, then you go on to be a doctor and a cardiologist and nobody ever tells you different. But I
3: can, yeah, and I mean, and that's a bummer too. And you know, the way it's supposed to work is you have your theory or whatever. This is the most facts that we have on the matter, and then when we get new information, we sort of change our worldview and change our opinion, and that's the way that it's it's supposed to work. And I think if you're a a, per, a man of science, like a cardiologist or like an epidemiologist, and you have that mindset, I feel like actively avoiding that. Oh well, they, if they say vaping's worse, that's fine. None of my, you know, none of my cardiology training. Everything I know about the heart, I'm not going to dig deeper into this. I'm just going to take their word for it. I feel like you have to actively. Like silence the critical thinking part of your brain to to do right? that, yeah.
2: You know, and for a lot I, of them, they're very wealthy, so most of them never smoked. Most of them don't know anybody who smokes. Yeah, and that makes a huge difference. It really does. I, but you I, heard when you hear talk when you talk to people who have quit with it, that's where we've seen a lot of people change their minds. Mm-hmm.
3: I mm-hmm.
1: Uh, we have about fifteen minutes left here. I have to I have to wrap up at six o'clock. Mm-hmm um and but I, I do have a couple of questions and 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 uh so first of all i i think we've we may have sort of glossed over the youtube i don't know that you want to spend a whole lot of time on it but uh obviously you're, you know you're getting slapped with youtube moderation and all of that my uh i think the real question is is that is that getting in the way of you continuing to do your work as your provide your service and, uh, uh, the other part of that question is, you know, uh, necessity is the mother of invention. So has that, has that sort of forced you to adapt and, and change things? Or, I mean,
3: yeah, how's it going? I mean, <laughs> it's a big, you know, it's, it's, it certainly gets in the way of being able to do my job. Um, and the most, you know, the most frustrating thing is. YouTube and I and I want to be compliant and I tell YouTube this all the time and all of our emails, chats, whatever I say, I want to be compliant. I want to follow the rules. It's my whole livelihood here on the line. It's my job to know these rules and to follow them. And when they roll out new rules or new community guidelines, they expect you to be retroactively compliant with them. Mm-hmm. And so if they roll out a policy like they've been dinging, um, Matt got dinged twice. Uh, Mike got dinged a few times for showing a web address on packaging Mm. even though it's not a clickable link which is what they were going after before you can read the words on the screen www.insertvapecompanyhere.com that you would get dinged for that so I saw that and I thought back to the 1800 videos that I have and think I probably did that a bunch that I'm just not aware of and I I can't watch 1,800 videos and double check them. I have a a small group of very, very dedicated people helping me out led by Jeremy V. Batman, AKA Batman, actual Batman. And they've been going through hundreds and hundreds of videos and vlogs and live streams looking for any time that I might have flashed a web address on the screen during an unboxing or for a long time I had sponsorships. So I would just put, their web address just right on the screen for months on end was their sponsorship and so they're going through and finding all of these and we're marking them as private so youtube doesn't find them it's just exhausting yeah it's exhausting and i'm constantly walking on eggshells and uh you know i want to be compliant and it's just real difficult they don't apply the rules uh evenly across the board. They don't make the rules clear and they don't apply them evenly. And that's one of the most frustrating parts is the unevenness of the application. I see my videos getting, well, you know, whatever age gated, right. Which is fine. These are adult products. Sure. You have to be 18 to watch it. I'm fine with that. And, and, but then you also see home brewers who are literally showing you how to brew beer at home, non age gated. Mm. And you go, Okay, YouTube, if we're going to do age gating, then let's make it even across the board and not put vaping in the same category that you put like pranks and challenges, like literally laying in front of railroad tracks. Mm. We're in that category. It's frustrating.
0: Yeah. sounds like whoever's writing the community guidelines over at YouTube would fit right in at FDA. Right. (laughs) Experience (laughs) moving goalposts. Right in. Yeah. Seriously.
3: That's what it looks like. That's what
0: it feels like.
2: It feels like it's concerted. It really does. There's certain things that, I don't know. I watch a lot of YouTube. It's like sort of my main.
3: It's a lot of TV people's thing. main. And a lot reason. of
2: people are getting it from a different angles, but um, a lot of times it's people who are advocating for something that seem to be getting these weird hits and, and for vaping to get be getting yeah. hit, It seems almost like somebody has to be going out of their way to target these people because if they were digging way back and finding an a website in the video that is going to be awful hard for an algorithm to find because it's not a link or anything
3: yeah i mean
2: that just seems really fishy yeah and what are you what are are you still doing are you still getting a lot of people sending just i'm sorry i'm veering because i feel like we kind of but did are you still getting um people sending you stuff to to review and everything in this day and age is it mostly like synthetic or is it Mostly mods now.
3: Or a lot of uh, I mean, I think I'm thinking more about the e liquids. A lot of uh, more of the same. I don't know. I get a pretty wide variety of uh, mods and box mods and stuff from China. Um, I go and purchase some high end stuff myself just to own and review and things like that. China still has lots of pods and mod pods and little weird AIoE little things pretty regularly coming out. Um, the liquid that I get is you know, nicotined, traditional nicotined, uh, e-liquid, I guess just, you know, not, I don't want to incriminate myself, but it comes USPS just straight to my mailbox, molt few times a week, you know, uh, DHL and UPS all still have been delivering copious (laughs) amounts of
0: you still using uh, the vanilla scented garbage bags? Vanilla scented garbage bags. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
3: Vanilla scented garbage bags.
0: <laughs> yeah. So I guess the, the, few the... vlogs in my day,
1: yeah. I'm uh, I'm, I'm, I'm starting a tradition of, of, uh, saving the, the com complicated questions for the last few minutes. So I'll Good. keep that yeah. Up here. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you talked about kind of a car free society at the beginning and oh, I, yeah. I've been, uh, I, I am not, I'm not a fully fledged, uh, you know, transit and city planning nerd, but I do spend in it, it, a bulk of my YouTube diet is like city planner videos Ooh, and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, city nerd is an excellent video okay. or an excellent channel for anybody who's interested in this stuff. Okay. I'm going to um, look
3: this up. Yes.
1: But yeah, you know, it's uh, a lot of folks out there think that we're going to get there with electric cars. Like we, if we, if we place, if we replace the American fleet with Teslas, we're going to solve the environmental crisis and all of that. I am sort of more on the on the the side of, no, we have to design cities better. We're going to have yeah. to uh, with car free, like the super blocks and better yep. transit. Our uh, high-speed rail in this country is absolutely depl- deplorable. I love trains. I want more trains. I think so many trains connected across the country. Yes. Um, all, all of the things. But, you know, to get to that point where, you, you know, you and I, and maybe a few other people listening can, can imagine that sort of maybe car light society. I you yeah. can't, I don't think you're going to solve it for the rural areas. Um, and, but, and
3: it's not a problem everywhere though. You know, like when I say that I'm anti cars or like fuck cars, just cause that's fun. It's not, you know, it's not all cars and it's not all areas of, right. of, of the world or all areas of America. There's, you know, there's just certain places and, and maybe it's just my experience in San Diego and Los Angeles that has got me into more, uh, the city zoning and city planning nerd. But, there needs to be another solution. I mean, you cannot we can't just keep widening freeways. We've widened the 5 to like 8 lanes on both sides and there's still traffic. I'm like, "Okay, we're just we're just going to make it wider? Just keep making it wider, guys?"
1: Yeah, it's awful. Anybody who thinks that more lanes solves the problem just Ridiculous. drive i 95 through Miami. It yeah, is an absolute nightmare. Induced
3: demand. But-
1: to, yeah, to, to to make a parallel here, though, you know that what I was kind of getting at was, you know, the I guess the mental gymnastics we have to do to get to that part of like, oh yeah, I can imagine a world without cars, is sort of similar here with you know what we're talking about with harm reduction and, and making sure these products are available, and and I, I imagine that's pretty challenging for a lot of people. So I actually didn't fully form this question, but it's sort of getting more towards you know what 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 steps what mental gymnastics did you have to do to get to to that point similar to getting to the car free society like where where did where did how did you get to this point of and I don't even really know your full position on you know uh making safe supply and and drugs you know decriminalizing drugs and and perhaps even setting up a regulated marketplace for things like heroin and cocaine yeah like you know what mental gymnastics did you have to go through to get to even this point where tobacco harm reduction is is the thing that we need to promote
3: uh i mean i don't know so much that i would call it mental gymnastics in that i mean i don't know i, I, I don't know that's a really good question that i'm not sure that i even have an answer to i i think it's the i think it's the progressive in me and sometimes um when Danielle Jones and I are after stream and we just hang out and talk for like six more hours about, you know, everything in the world in politics, I always tell her, I feel like sometimes I'm too progressive. Like I'm just a little too progressive. It's like, yeah, I can picture like a car light LA and it's beautiful. And I don't know why we're not there yet. It's like, why haven't we got there yet? What's holding us back? Well, let's stop what's holding us back and let's get there. You know? I want, I want, I want society to move forward. And it's, I can picture the same car light LA. I can picture the same cigarette light America where the vast majority are using safer nicotine products and e-liquids are in vape shops and it's very much like craft beer and there's specialty e-liquids you can get. And it's a, uh, it's a, it's a, it's a thing. It's like a, it's a pastime. And, you know, we all like we would have coffee. You can go into vape places and and get specialty liquids and consume your nicotine like in a coffee shop type of environment. And uh, I can picture that. I can see that. And then I go, well, why aren't we there yet? We could have got there. We could be there. We could be cigarette free in America. It could look like that. Why aren't we there yet? Too progressive.
1: It's, 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 it's good. You've answered my question with, a, did I answer your question? Okay. Question. So, uh, <laughs> <too> <laughs> and you know, it sure. all
3: started, I mean, harm reduction, like drug harm reduction, if we want to talk about, and I don't know if that's the correct terminology, I'm still new here, but there was a video I saw on YouTube ages ago, 2007 that was, um, had that real clickbaity title that said, uh, what the u.s would look like if all drugs were decriminalized and i went huh or it said all drugs except heroin or there was one outlier it's like 90 percent of the drug supply is regulated and and safe now and i watched this youtube video that kind of like changed my worldview a little bit you know and i went oh okay well that's the world i i want to live in let's go there let's go that direction you know
1: Nice. So YouTube can maybe solve the world's problems. You t- it could it it just get out of the could. way.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, we are in the last questions, but I hope it did. It did. Uh, and okay. thank you for playing along. <laughs> <laughs> more um, trains, we... more train. Absolutely. More trains. Sorry. um, So we are in the final three minutes before I turn into a pumpkin. Um, any, any final, but brief burning thoughts, questions, anything, anything you want to add to Nick? Uh,
3: I I don't have anything else to add other than let's just keep going. And, uh, you know, you don't have to do everything, but you do have to do something every once in a while and and everything helps, you know, that's what I would say. That works. Thank you. (laughs) Wise words.
1: (laughs) All right, so we're gonna do the legislative rundown, which is only two items. Uh, and anybody else got any anything else going? Once uh, we mm-hmm. don't have time, we ran out of time. See, you of time. the
2: worst day to have to leave early because I have all I, sorts of things I can talk to Nick about. So it just
0: happened. So <laughs> we'll have we we'll, 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 we'll we'll will absolutely we'll have, have to bring him back. Yeah,
3: sure, sure, sure. Yeah, Easily we'll, we'll have
0: a we'll have a Casal Live with Grim Green Part Two. Yeah, we, we can, can talk more about. Or maybe
2: that. we can be guests on Nick's show.
0: Well, you know, I don't know. The prestigious (laughs) channel, Danielle, will just bring all of us onto a TV. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) all of Casa is the guest, the entire board, the whole board. If Jim's not out watching birds, maybe he'll join us as well. I do, I do miss
2: some of those meets, I I really do. Yeah, those meets were fun.
0: So, um, I guess with that, uh, Nick, if you want to stick around for legislation, you're more than welcome to. If not, I'm here uh, for it, you know. Yeah, if you're down, all right. Well, I hope everybody else is ready for some legislation. You ready to roll that beautiful bean footage? <laughs> all right. All right, Alex, what do you got for us this week? What do we need to keep our eyes and ears on?
1: I am going to do the share screen thing. Here we go. This is our big clippy clicky map of the United States, and we will start in Hawaii. Uh, As mentioned at the top of the show, Hawaii's flavor ban bill, which is HB 1570, uh, is moving to the governor's desk for a signature. Uh, And so uh, I know we're getting some help from uh, businesses in Hawaii driving people to this to our call to action page. So anybody else who's not getting those emails from from businesses in Hawaii, uh, but you happen to be listening and watching this or watching this, uh, please take advantage of this. Send your uh, please veto email to the governor. This is not over yet. Uh, The governor has until June 27th to sign the bill uh, and and things are really ramping up this week. So uh, absolutely get involved, take action. Uh, And, you know, you don't have to go with what I've written here, you can include your so you're encouraged to include your personal story. Uh, And for anybody who's interested in the nuances of this, yes, this bill does provide an exemption for products that get a PMTA. But uh, that is kind of like every other, well, almost all other places that have included this. um, That's just for getting all the way through the process. So Uh, if your if your favorite preferred e-liquid doesn't have a PMTA, but maybe has provisional authorization while the application is still going through, not allowed to be sold in Hawaii. So, um, and also, uh, this pretty much narrows the field to companies that can afford to get through the process, which we're great. We're glad to see enjoy and some other companies getting through this, but that's not the variety and the excitement that we really want in, in. In the marketplace to get people engaged in switching to smoke free products. So um, please take advantage of our call to action and urge the governor to veto, veto, veto HB 1570. The next one, because I am now one minute late, um, <clears throat> is going to be commenting to the FDA on the menthol cigarette and flavored cigar ban. Uh, We talked about this last week. It's still up. You have until July 5th to get your comments in. So plenty of time. There's no rush. Uh, There is no pre-written message here. This is strictly, you know, in your own words. Why do you think menthol should not be banned? But also for those who, if you're on the fence about this, Totally respect your opinion. kasas position, of course, is Logan expertly articulated at the, the early on in the podcast is uh, bands are dumb and we shouldn't do them. Uh, or maybe that was Nick. I, both of you guys, oh, we've all said this. Prohibition does not work. And makes yeah, things. Prohibition worse. sucks. Don't do it. Um, the real important thing to emphasize here is that people must have access to safer alternatives. We don't. We don't condone forcing people to switch to smoke-free alternatives. Uh, obviously, we would love to see people discover these products and get excited about them on their own. But uh, if the FDA is going to move through with this uh, paternalistic top-down kind of forcing people to quit smoking menthol, then there have to be places for people to land. And nicotine gum isn't going to cut it. So uh, take this opportunity to encourage FDA to authorize more smoke-free alternatives to um, and do that for both rules. Just remember, there's two rules. And you can get all the background and uh, all the research you want to do because vapors love to research stuff now that we quit smoking. Uh, you can get all of these things and even some uh, some thoughtful opinion from Danielle Jones, Kassau's board president, all on our engagement page.
0: And with that,
1: we can end the legislative rundown.
0: Well done. I think you just broke a new record, sir. I think you just <laughs> broke a new record. Yeah. Speed yeah, I'm running that rundown. Well, even I do have to know, bounce because we are, have to go. Uh,
1: I have to go eat dinner, and uh, we have to get to an event. So I am. I am actually going to cut out and leave you guys to it. Well, excellent yeah, okay. job, okay. Alex. Thank Nick will you. help thanks, take this out. Thanks for coming right. on this
3: week, Alex. Appreciate you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Nick. Thank you, everybody <laughs> in chat. Good. Thank you, Logan and Kristen. Thank you again, Nick, uh, not just for coming on the show, but for everything you. that you do is absolutely vital. And uh, I, I, I I, don't necessarily have all the words to say how much we appreciate you, but you don't need have I to appreciate you. that.
3: Awesome. Uh, it's, it's, right. it's, I'm here for
2: it.
0: It's my pleasure. <laughs> Bye, Alex. Bye, guys. I guess that means that it's spiel time.
2: It's the spiel time.
0: It's the spiel time. So, everybody here, if you are not already a member of CASA, you are absolutely doing everything wrong. So, leave, leave <laughs> immediately. Head over to CASA.org. It's C A S A A.org. Head over there, become a member. It's absolutely free. We promise not to flood your inbox with emails every 45 minutes, just occasionally uh head over drop a testimonial on our testimonial page we have over 13,000 testimonials from people across you know everywhere across the country uh share your story it's absolutely vital the more testimonies we have the better we are absolutely not just anecdotes Uh, Mm. so share your stories check out merch while you're there i know danielle will yell at me if i don't mention our merch so please check out merch while you're there pick up some sweet swag not, yes, right there it is. Why'd you keep it covered this whole time? I was chilly. Games. I oh. went until you mentioned the merch. Yeah, yeah. Wait, wait we gotta bring that merch. up. Be it like, be like Nick. Not only is it a great way to help support Kassab, but you also get to be a walking billboard for tobacco harm reduction. Go pick up we have a sale merch. coming up,
2: too. Memorial Day we sale. We do,
0: we have a Memorial Day sale. What is the uh what is the percent off on that sale? <laughs> I don't
2: know. Buy shirts.
0: I don't, yeah, I don't remember what the percent off is. I don't here, remember but what check I was it out. It we do 100%. have a sale. Um, I know I I just, I just put it I up was. in my Instagram story, too.
2: I know, I just shared it.
0: Danielle's in chat. <laughs> maybe she can brain. maybe she can tell everybody what it is. I don't remember <laughs> off the top of my head. But uh, check out some check out some merch Uh, for podcast listeners out there. uh, We do have a podcast for every episode that we do here on Casa Live. I take all the audio from this and I turn it into an audio only listenable version that you can, uh, you know, shove in your ear holes while you're working or on your way to on your way to work on your way to go pick up some sushi or whatever it is, uh, check out the podcast. You can tune into the whole episode. I also turn this, uh, these into just little legislative rundown, quick snippets, so you get all the, the need-to-know, goody-good stuff uh, real quick and easy. Check it out. And if you are on SoundCloud at all, please subscribe to us there as well. We broke 200, and I'd love to see us get to 300, nice. 400, 10,000. So check it out. Head over to SoundCloud.com. Nice. And subscribe. Fifteen dollar t-shirts. Danielle said, $15 dollars t-shirts." You guys, check it out. Um, what else? We're here so make next your week. Testimonial. What's that? Testimonials.
2: Make your testimonial at Casah. Yes. Yes. We have We are, we we need to get. We're getting close to fourteen thousand. So if we'd love to break that. You know, share our link. I put them out every once in a while. I'll throw out a, a meme on Instagram and, and Facebook and Twitter with, the, te- with the, the latest anecdote, our latest anecdote number. You'll see I do the number right on there. And uh, that's where we're at so far, if you see that. So share that. It's got the link in it. Do your own testimonial. Share your story and, and why these things work. And yeah. Facebook groups
0: that's what it is that's that's the one I I always forget yeah we have Facebook group if you live in a state we have a Facebook group for you uh so check it out if you're on Facebook uh join Puerto Rico DC
2: and I don't think we did one, but Puerto Rico DC too
0: (laughs) yeah uh so yeah check it out get on Facebook like you know we always tell people we we track legislation across the country here but there are a there are over 30,000 local governments and municipalities in this country and some things fly under the radar really easy but if you happen to be there and you know and you want to share that information if Kassad doesn't get to it if we don't see it because it's it's somewhere that's real small you can play a vital role right then and there and be part of that by sharing that with us. I mean, Kristen constantly gets stuff across the country from people, little heads ups, what's going on. And that way we're able to share that out and amplify that message to people as well. So get involved. It's a great way to be involved. Join your Facebook group. Uh, What else do we have? We don't have some big
2: computer system that's, you know, spitting these out at us because remember grassroots af
0: grassroots af, A-F. Guys, yeah. and we are all cassaw it's not just the board it's not just alex and Kristen. we are all cassaw every single one of us here it takes a village you guys and we're a pretty big village so uh i think i think that's it though we're all here next week same no, time same not. place no, no we're, not.
2: we're not no i'm a liar?
0: okay great <laughs>
2: No, next week it's Memorial Day weekend. Um that's we've true. Got, that is our celebration. Um uh World Vape Day is yeah. this coming weekend. Uh World really, Oh, we, oh no, the second camera. Today. Oh my god. I, he doesn't do
0: dangle clacks. There goes Nick dangle everybody. Dangle.
2: We we have been blessed. Is this is this like you know, break a leg, have a dangle clack. Um, yeah, he, he <laughs> broke too. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so um Sunday, I believe, is World Note Tobacco Day. Uh, they're doing a whole thing on how vaping is just going to ruin the environment. Um, probably with not offering you yeah, something other than the fame and thing. a fan at all. Um, Ugh, oh, there I goes.
3: hate that campaign, by the way.
2: <laughs> and uh, we're going to, the World Vape Day is going to have some stuff. It's, it, it's sort of tied in with Inico and a lot of other international things. I'm involved with it, I help with the social media for that. Um, yeah, that whole thing bugs the heck out of me too, because they they, they're, they're trying to demonize people who use tobacco and nicotine products by focusing on little things. It's kind of like that study that just came out where they focused only on the fact that people who both smoked and vaped, uh, saw no health impact, right. (laughs) You know, yeah. no risk reduction. And yeah. Completely. Please don't don't look at this part of our study that says that thirty to forty percent reduction if you go to vaping hundred um, percent. Yeah. So that's what the same thing with the environment. Yes, it really sucks when people leave their e-cigarettes. I mean, I've seen people post things where pods are in in uh, um, parking lots and stuff like that, kids parking lots. But if you look at the greater scheme of things, diapers, plastic. Uh, it would, yeah. I mean, there's yeah. so it's such a tiny fraction of what's going into landfills and stuff. Yeah. And they'll just play what well, it's, it's the biggest litter thing. It's like, yeah, it is. But people can pick it up just like they do any other kind of litter. So it, it's just another smokescreen type thing to demonize and stigmatize people who use these products and say, not only are they killing themselves, not only are they killing you with their secondhand smoke, but oh, now yeah. they're killing the planet too you know, so it's a bunch of baloney. So what uh, World Vape Day does, there is a website world vape um, com, I think camera com. We also have a Twitter account, or I shouldn't say we but they have a Twitter account and a, a Facebook. And um, there's always the day before World No Tobacco Day, where they kind of sort of steal their hashtags and things like that. And we'll they'll have memes put up together. Thank you, Danielle. I sorry, just finally saw that. So it's Monday, Tuesday. Yeah. Okay, I thought it was Sarah. Yeah, I'm not Monday and 100% That's right.
0: sure on all the details, but as far as I know, as it is right now, uh, that Monday on the 30th, I will be live with Alex. Um, right, you
2: guys are doing that live stream, doing
0: all sorts of things, talking about uh, you know, talking about tobacco harm reduction and whatnot. Uh, I, I know we have a time slot there on Tuesday as well. Um, I don't know who is going to be in, I won't be involved with that one. Um, uh, but I will be live with Alex on Monday, the 30th, like super early in the morning. Uh, I'm gonna, yeah, 7am
2: yeah, yeah. Like
0: yeah. East coast time or something like that. So, uh, you know, if you just happen to not be able to sleep or, or if you don't ever sleep, uh, tune in, that would be cool. But, um.
2: Danielle says her, she and Alex are speaking on yep. Tuesday then.
0: I was, I was almost sure that you guys had settled on it, but I didn't want to just throw you right out there and be, oh yeah, Danielle will be live on Tuesday. And then have her be like,
2: no. Yeah, so we were thinking know. since everybody had to work on actual Memorial Day, that's right. That does fall on Monday. I don't know why I was thinking yeah. Saturday and Sunday at Brain Fart. Um, but yeah, so that's why we thought let's take off the the weekend from doing this so that people can at least have a little time with their family since the actual holiday, so But then we should be back after that. We've got some interesting people we might have coming in. Um, Mm. That you guys might, I don't know. Audrey, I don't know if you guys are familiar with uh, Clash in New York. Um, I'm trying to get her on the show. And uh, yeah, be some interesting. After that, I'm not sure who we're going to get, but I'll keep working on
0: it. So, officially, we are not here next weekend. We are not here on Saturday. Um, and there's no. I'll, I'll have more details. We'll have more details uh, out on social media about Monday and Tuesday and time slots. I was about to, to Danielle.
2: I was about to.
0: Yeah, all that. Saying, you guys have a Twitter space? <laughs> we have a Twitter space, Danielle, on Wednesday. We have a Twitter space. I was going to. I don't do know it. all the details <laughs> of the Twitter space right now. There's a lot of stuff about playing around with time slots. So. We'll I have like, a tweet out. I like Danielle. I like Danielle's that reminder on the tweet. We
2: should just have her on Yeah She's we're just gonna we
0: just need it. to bring Danielle in to do the final spiel. She <laughs> right? to talk about yours. She knows all the details. So <laughs> she, thank <laughs> She's you for micromanaging. My I don't know <laughs> yeah. as though I've ever in my life thanked someone for micromanaging but uh, I'm gonna thank you for it today.
2: I think that's everything though. I think, I think finally... that's
0: everything too. I don't know. I'm sure we missed something. Come
2: on, Danielle, no, what good. did we miss?
0: We'll save it for next time. Yes. Thank you, Nick, for joining Thank us you. today. Thank, Thank you, so you, you know, Thank for, for everything for Kasah, throughout the year.
2: Baby.
3: Yeah. Thank for Casa.
0: Yeah. Thank you, uh, you know, not only for joining us today, just, you know, thanks. Thanks for everything you do. Not that you ever hear that, but it's thank you. It's literally
3: my pleasure. It's my pleasure. You do. Uh,
0: and thank you to everybody in chat today who stuck around, who hung out with us. Thank you guys. Uh, make sure that you click that subscribe button, that share button, that like button. Do all the cool things. Smash all the buttons. Punch your keyboard. Pick mm-hmm. your computer screen. Don't really do all that. I but your computer. But <laughs> do all the things. Thank you guys, and uh, and that's it. We're out of here. See you guys next time. Yeah, excellent to each other everybody have a great Bye. rest
2: all right you do that